Standin' Brave presents... Join your presenter for an intimate conversation on the movie. We've got a big October plan for you listeners out there. So we decided to take a break and just have a chat. Who was the most hateful of the eight? Have you ever engaged in sexual activity in a movie theater? And how many movies have you seen alone? I'm happy to act as a sort of interlocutor for the Silver Anniversary Podcast. You're about to hear a podcast that celebrates Stand and Brave Presents 25th birthday. Stand Brave, you talk so much. Presenting Dan and Brave Presents, presented by Brandon and Dave. Welcome to the movie theaters. The lights are off. The projector's rolling. The popcorn's buzzing. The projectionist is lighting his cigarette. The floor is sticky. The seats are reclining. The tickets are way too expensive. Someone's cutting a hole at the bottom of the popcorn bucket, ready to stick that dick in. (laughs) We're at one of those food delivery theaters, and somebody's crawling over me with a, a container of nachos. I ordered a chicken dinner, but they just gave me the bones. Where else can you get a plastic tray with pretzel-type stuff and dip it in cheese? The That's movies! Right. <laughs> the cinema. And we... Who, who are we? Well, usually we're a couple of boys from the the hood nope <laughs> a couple of boys from the block but this time we're a couple of boys from the hood of the drive-in theater car yes. Ooh, exactly that's what i meant and when block i meant uh block of film <laughs> because boys we're taking it to the cinema we are not boys anymore we're cinema men <laughs> and we're a bunch of hosts, and we're we're a bunch of hosts. We are the. So what does well, that make? That us? makes us the cinnamon host bunch. That's right, and I'm your presenting presenting Wes Branderson. Over here, there here is Wes Davin, and I'm Paul Thomas Danderson. That's right, and we're here to talk. We're here to direct the conversation towards. Our main passion. We're here to produce content for you to enjoy. Um, or executive produce. <laughs> Are you the key grip, Dan? I'm gripping something right now. That's actually for a future episode. Wow. Spoiler. Whoa, spoilers. And and when we're talking spoilers in movies, we got to be real careful these days with Twitter. You know, I got spoiled about it. It's about a clown. Who knew? Yeah, how how about these reviewers telling us a movie is good? Spoiler alert. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> What's the deal with that? I want to start out by talking about something that we discussed off air because I was thinking 
about the first time that I saw an actor, mm. a very specific actor, mm-hmm. and it was so jarring for me when I actually discovered what this actor was known for. Jarring. Uh, is it Jarhead? Starring Gyllendal. St- starring Jamie Foxx's head tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that actor that I was speaking of was Michael Madsen. Ah. What do you guys remember Michael Madsen from first? Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is him dancing his booty with uh, somebody's ear, right? <laughs> in yeah. Reservoir Dogs. Stuck in the middle with you. Dan, would that have been your first? Um, my name is Paul. Um, thanks, Wes. <laughs> Wes, what do you think? <laughs> Um, do you refer to me as Paul, please? Uh, actually, it's going to be the same as yours. I don't want to ruin it for you. Reveal it. That's uh, This one is absolutely what I associated him with initially as well. Saw it years before Reservo- uh, Reservoir Dogs. Although, a weird one I also saw before Reservoir Dogs was Species. <laughs> another mo- another movie with Michael Madsen that's not good. What is Species? I don't know. You, know, you that? know what that is? It's like... No. Um, 90s um i don't even remember it's it's an alien chick that's all i need to know <laughs> oh wait she's naked it's the a alien lot chick who's um yeah the, the in order to she's promote naked the movie, a lot she, yeah i know, you you're know talking it's about. a lot of nudity she went on a nude uh tour she was on a she did she went on a completely topless promotional tour <laughs> raven um oh yeah it was uh, no i'm branderson <laughs> Um, <laughs> that movie oh west and, B? and as we say goodbye to michael jackson month this ties in it was free willy yep ah hold me like the river jordan um yeah so i grew up watching free willy and michael madsen was the dad with the expressive eyebrows and <laughs> i was like this guy is a nice he's a nice guy and then all of a sudden, he's a great eyebrow-centric actor. Who has better eyebrows on screen? Who who has the best eyebrows on screen? Is it Michael Madsen? Is it Jack Nicholson? Or is it Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Uh, the guy who's on The OC has unbelievable eyebrows. Uh, oh, Ben something. Peter Gallagher. Peter Gallagher. Oh, Peter Gallagher yeah. has. Yeah. Sorry, he's definitely in the running too. Yeah, he's got amazing eyebrows. <laughs> And Nicholson's got those high brows, though. Yeah, very high brow. <laughs> you think if you were to shave those guys' eyebrows off, they still could, like, you would still feel the eyebrows there? You would feel that eyebrow mound. <laughs> is, this, is it, like, not about the hair? It's about the arch of their, like, brow? Yeah, it's like a bone. It's like an added bone that they have. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, th- Michael Madsen, this is one of several examples that we're going to use that we're going to talk about in this show of actors that you I guess when we were younger associated with when we were asso- dumb when we were yeah, dumb associated with roles that they were definitely not known for or at least not supposed to be known for but they were what we saw and what we saw first and what we associated with for however many years that's going to be a big big part of the conversation yeah. today were yeah basically okay so these are actors the movie we know them from wouldn't show up on their imd <laughs> top four <laughs> right right 
Yeah, and and what's crazy about the Michael Madsen one is he, you know, when I saw in the next in Reservoir Dogs, it was just the complete opposite of that, and he's just so right. Do you guys say species or species? <laughs> Let me really species. think about this. I probably species. say species, but that's wrong. Species. No, it's definitely species. But I'm a feminist. That's why I say species. <laughs> species, species. Thanks, Wes. <laughs> um, Dave, can you think of the other thing that you know Michael Madsen from? Uh, we talked about it the other day. From James oh, Bond. Oh, from Bond? He's in Die Another Day. I didn't really know him from that until very recently. Yeah, though. me either. I, I, I definitely identify him with Reservoir Dogs. Is he in also another uh, crime Kill Bill. movie? Kill Bill. That's right, the Kill Bills. And he was in Hateful Eight. He was? He's one of them eight. He's one of the eight? Oh, yeah. Hateful Eight was sweet. I forgot about He's that. He's laying down in the bed a lot of the time. Big yeah. cowboy hat. He might be one of the least hateful, though, right? He was pretty hateful. Can we can we rate all the? Wait, on, we should do this. We should rate the hateful eight from uh, uh from least hateful to most hateful. Uh, I mean, I cannot do that offhand. Okay, like, I, I would say <laughs> I would say most. Wait, first of all, who are the? Eight? I haven't seen it since it came out. I don't remember. Who are the eight? We have Bruce Stern. Bruce Stern. Who I would? Okay, yeah, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Michael Madsen. Tim, Madsen. Tim Roth. Roth. Jennifer Jason Lee. Does she count as the eight? Yeah, absolutely. Samuel right? Jackson. Sam Jackson. Um, Goggles. What's his name? Walton Goggles. <laughs> Wal- Walton Goggles. And is um is the driver one, or are we missing another big one? It's. Uh, I think the eighth is you choose your eighth, because it could be Channing Tatum. Is Tarantino in there? Is he? <laughs> is he? He's in all of his movies, isn't he? <laughs> he probably makes a cameo at some point that I can't remember. Wait, does he say the, uh... He's gotta say the N-word, <laughs> N-word sometime in this movie. <sighs> no, I think it may God. be the driver. Yeah. You know, like the... It's like, the, the, isn't there like a Mexican, Mexican dude? Yeah. Yes, he's a hate... Okay, we don't know his name, but the Mexican guy. I think Bruce Dern is probably the most hateful. Yeah, yeah he's definitely the most... He's the, like the Civil War dude, right? Yeah. You know who's the least hateful, I think? Who? Kurt Russell. Yeah. He doesn't seem that hateful. Yeah, he's just doing his job. He never plays a hateful guy, really, Kurt Russell. Jennifer Jason Lee was pretty hateful. Yeah, top three? Top three. All right, let's put her at, her at number three. I think Michael Madsen was in the top four. Was he? I think Sam Jackson's fairly hateful, too, but I'd say he's probably probably mid, like four. Yeah, because remember, he his whole, his whole thing was like about fucking Bruce Dern's son, like the story that he fucked Bruce Dern's son. Right. But it, what, no, no, they, no, Bruce Dern's son sucked his dick. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't true, right? Wasn't it just a story? He's trying to upset him, I think, yeah. I think anyway. Sam was having more fun with it. And Tim Roth was like, he was there to do a job, too. I'm just having fun with it. Oh, that was Sam Jackson. <laughs> he was playing the chance role. Anyway, I, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I, guys... Send us your ratings. Yeah, send us your hateful the... ratings. Hateful rate. Your hateful rate. Hateful rate. <laughs> Do you guys think eight or less people listen to this show? <laughs> are, are they all hateful? The eight people. <laughs> there are at least eight we should that rank... hate it. 
that's for sure. And and listen to it, this hate. Listen yeah. to it every week. We should yeah, rank the, our most hateful <laughs> listeners, all eight of them. I think I'm in the top eight. In order to, so viewers, yeah. uh, listeners. I've, yeah, I've gotten people that have told me directly they hate this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I me I personally have not. I've only gotten love, but if you're a hater, please come forth now. Uh, email us at danandbravepresents at dot gmail, <laughs> and uh, tweet us. We are one of the hateful eight. Hashtag we are the ones yes, we yeah. need to reveal our hateful eight. All right, Dan, do you have another hashtag? Elite eight of hate. <laughs> elite hate. Elite hate. Oh, we got a little ring thing. Oh. Gotta go to bed. <laughs> That's your Sorry, alarm guys. to That's tell you to, tr- to try and sleep. <laughs> it's a new day. It's uh, midnight. I, I forgot I have to try and sleep. Dan, do you have another actor that fits in this category? I've got a lot. I mean, yeah. All right, let's um, so when I was thinking about this subject, really like the common theme for me that, that came up is we, we all three of us, we grew up in the 90s. Um, a lot of times. Speak for yourself. The, I'm speaking for all three of us accurately. <laughs> um, I consider myself more of an 80s baby. Cool. December 88. Cool. Um. <laughs> There's a lot of ri- rising comedians in the 80s, right? And Eddie Murphy. I didn't, yeah, in 70s too. And I didn't find out till way later that like their fame kind of started then. I only know them from some good and some shitty movies in the mm-hmm. 90s, but their their career was already rising. That's so true. I figured that kind of goes into this area, I think. Like, um, for example, Tom Hanks. He was known as this like comedic actor before the movies that came out that I knew really well. Like before, like what was like prime time? Uh, I guess Forrest Gump, Sleepless in bef- Seattle, and before like Philadelphia. He was doing like a bunch of like silly, like funny movies, and that's kind of what he was known for. I didn't know that. I didn't find that out till way later that that was him. Like he was ho- he hosted SNL a bunch of times in the eighties because he was like known as this like funny guy, and I, think I just he was didn't known see as a pushover. What's that? I think he was known as a pushover. Uh, how, uh, could you go more into that, please? I don't. <laughs> he was just like, "Hey, Tom, we want you to do this. All right, I'll do it." Like you know, he didn't like uh, live out his potential in the '80s. I guess not. I mean, he won uh, Oscar pretty quickly after he stopped doing comedies. He won what, for, for Philadelphia. Philadelphia and then Forrest Gump the year after. So back to back. Back-to-back best actor, yeah. He's Is he the only back-to-back man? Is that real? Uh, Yes, he won back-to-back best actor. Yeah, He, he might be the only guy to do that. I'm not sure. Once you go back-to-back, you, know. back, you never go back. You never... Because okay. did he ever win again? Uh, He cursed himself. I think he was nominated. I don't think, I don't think he ever won again. No. Dan, that was not the question. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but still on point, I think. Uh, anyway... Specific example, um, okay, Billy Crystal. Um, okay. Found out years later, he was definitely w- more well known again for being, I think, this like '80s, maybe '70s funny guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he was doing a lot of like different stand-up tours and stuff. And then he, his big movie was uh, when Harry with, met yeah that girl, <laughs> Meg Sally Ryan. Uh, 
the first movie I saw him in and I associated him with for when years Harry was Harry met City- Salad. <laughs> I'll have How what he gets she's having. Salad. God. Uh, I saw City Slickers too. <laughs> Wait, what, really? Yeah, yeah, yes. So <laughs> I think he's known for that though. I would I would argue that he's I didn't like one see of the, the first one till years later uh, as okay. well. City okay. Slickers 2 was a movie that was just like on TV a lot, I remember, like on HBO. I saw it a bunch of times. This is a movie that definitely goes into another topic we're gonna get into. Mm-hmm. Like the specific movie yes, I've seen yes. it so many times. Yeah. But yeah, I absolutely associated Billy Crystal with this like pretty average movie, City Slickers 2, the search for Curly's Gold, I think is what it's called. Yeah. 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 So, have you guys ever seen it? No, I've never seen it. I I this is my first known like I don't remember which City Slickers, but I definitely know him and Daniel Stern from City Slickers before anything else. Yes. Um, and Bruno Kirby, I guess. I didn't know who he was back then. The the first one is a better movie. Like I saw the first one after it's definitely better and like the beginning of the first movie it does not take place in like the West. They actually show them like living their yeah. lives in the city. There's a really funny scene with Daniel Stern and his um, and his wife, he cheated on his wife, and they get like a big fight. It's, it's actually really funny. Daniel Stern's like crazy. Um, the, the sequel has John Lovitz, um, who is Billy Crystal's brother in the movie. So that's like a funny <laughs> element. Um, and, yeah, this totally is like their that. and like the movie's about like their escape to the you know to do like this like fake like treasure hunt go on like this western adventure it's like a like an adult vacation right away away from city life and but then it turns out there is real gold out there but then it turns out it's fake but then is it like that's the end of the movie and it's really not that good but it's something i'm like very familiar with i'm trying really hard to figure out what the first billy crystal movie i saw was and i think it has to be father's day with or whatever that's called with yeah even house. that is a good example of like not like a, I, I don't think it's like a big billy crystal I, movie i would argue that i think city slickers is one of the movies he's known for though yeah okay see i wasn't sure top i four. didn't like top four for sure i think it's like when harry met sally is definitely the number one but i think after that it's city slickers right I don't like, even think he's necessarily known for being a movie star i think he's just kind of known for being a general comedian i think he's known for being a conversationalist Like a like one-man show type of guy. He's known for having lived through 700 Sundays. He, he's known for the Yankees. He, yeah, and he used to host uh, the Oscars every year. Like he hosted every year for a while. Oh yeah, like he, yeah. He had to give residence at the the Oscars. <laughs> he yeah. lived at the Oscars for a while. And then he didn't. And then the disaster of James Franco and Anne Hathaway, and he had to step in and host the year after to to save it. Like I remember that. Like, <laughs> he said it right. Who cares? Well, it's so funny uh, when he has a big hit of movies like Analyze This and Analyze That. And, uh, and yeah, those are he's great. He's known for those, too. I'm sorry. Those yeah. are, those are yeah. amazing. And, I love those and movies. And Monsters, Inc. Like, that was yeah, huge. That's, a, that's big, too. You're right. Yeah, so those are top four, Dave. You lose. I might, But City Slickers is top five? This made-up top four list that you think <laughs> is on IMDb somewhere. <laughs> well, it is. When you go to an actor's page, they show their top four films. The most hits. They, they, they do four? Yeah. That's the number they choose? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Because, oh. check this out. I M D B. Four letters, four movies. Easy. <laughs> That's it. Dave, do you have an actor you... for this topic? Well, I was going to say something else, but Dan has sparked a memory in me. Okay. 
Um, Daniel Stern, actually, I guess he's known for mainly from Home Alone, right? I would see. I think we associate him with Home Alone. Is he known and for think, something else? And I think people our age do. I, I he's not that big of an actor. Period. I don't think he has even stuff he's known. Like, or is he known for uh, uh, Wonder Years being the? Voice I think we of, just uh, know his name because he was in Home Alone, and like. That's I would like a say big movie for I us. would say that in his top four, Home Alone's there. No questions. Yeah. yeah. Asked. yeah. Don't ask, don't tell. Um, what movie I, I, th- I think I know him first from, or just knowing that it was Daniel Stern, that it was um, Bushwhacked. Okay. Do you know this movie? I never saw it, but he's, I know it. Yeah. He's a criminal. It's like mid-90s. He's a criminal who somehow is leading a group of like Boy Scouts on a on a, a camping trip trip and i don't really know any more details of that look it up okay now you sparked a memory um, okay wait this 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 dan i need yeah. to know if daniel stern was in this because now your sparked this, memory this, sparked okay. a memory this for is me. the game yeah this, this is the game is daniel stern in this dennis the menace he's in that I wouldn't. Right? Ha- I, think, I don't know it well I enough. I think he's the guy that like kidnaps. He's Dennis. He's the guy that no. kidnaps Dennis. <laughs> and there's oh maybe there's a scene. If it's Daniel Stern, there's a scene where they're in the woods and he's like kidnapped him, and Dennis like like somehow there's like stuff going on and he throws a knife in the air and it lands in Daniel Stern's ass. And I always now <laughs> like that image is like burned into my mind, but I haven't thought about it in forever. So that would have been my now- first exposure to Daniel Stern, if that's him. It could. It seems like it could be him because it's like he got that role because of Home Alone. Because he's like yes. good at taking abuse from kids. And I definitely didn't see Home Alone for a while. Really, I saw that a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh yeah, Home Constantly. Alone is one of my all times. That that one I could almost recite. Like I, I I used to watch it like daily. Which brings me into my next actor on this list, Joe Pesci. I 100% associated him with Home Alone, and that is definitely not what he's known for. I he's, think he is known for that too. No, though. no, he's top four. No, no, it's in this top known, four. Name what? A, <laughs> ask name, your parents what they associate Joe Pesci with. Ask name, your, both of you. Ask your parents or, what guess they associate what? Guess Joe what? Pesci what? with. My parents it's, supervised me, and they saw Home Alone with me. It's it's him with De Niro. It's Casino. It's Goodfellas. That's Joe Pesci. My cousin Vinny. And my cousin Vinny. Raging Bull. Yes. Eight heads in a duffel bag. No. <laughs> I, no. Casino, I, 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 think I would say Home Alone is more popular than Raging Bull. No, you're yes. way off. Yes, Ra- it is. Ra- Raging Bull is a very popular movie. Yeah, but... Uh... I work at a movie theater, okay? <laughs> and we showed... Well, this, is not, this is actually relevant. I work at a movie theater. We showed Raging Bull for uh, an event. Only 40 people came. If we were to show Home Alone, it would sell out. Now think about that. Home Alone is popular for us, and a little bit older. Maybe I mean, our, did, and our parents know it because they showed it to us. I think they, more yeah, but, people know Joe Pesci from Home but Dan, Alone, probably. But Dan, who has more money? The kids. When you think of when who's most spending people, the money, kids. When most cinephiles <laughs> think of Joe Pesci, they they don't associate Home Alone. They know he's in it. They associate him with being the aggressive, violent dude in Goodfellas and Casino. Maybe cinephiles, um, but not human files. 
Raging Bull is more of a Raging Bull is a classic. Pedophiles definitely associate Joe Pesci with Tom Malone because they're definitely yes, one hundred percent. And Dan and oh, I'm sorry, Paul. This this conversation is definitely some Raging Bull, Um, and also (laughs) something that was Raging Bull. Raging Bull crap. And I gotta put it out there: it was not Daniel Stern and Dennis the Menace. It was. It was Christopher Lloyd as Switchblade Sam. So there was a knife involved. Weird. I did have that memory. Oh my God. <laughs> There's a few people that have the same kind of, like, uh, they're the same persona. I, or it's the same character. Ready? I'm going to give you, like, four lanky, tall men who are uh, morally disreputable. Ready? Goofy. Goofy, yeah. Like Christopher okay. Lloyd, Daniel yeah. Stern, Jeffrey Tambor. And, uh, no, in his earlier, not now, but, like, in his early roles, like, he was always that dude, too. Like, he's always a criminal. And the fourth I'm going to give you, uh, what's his fucking name? Oh, who's the dude from, uh, uh, There's Something About Mary? The bald guy. Chris Elliott. Okay. Groundhog Day. Uh. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but he's not, like, a, no, he's not a goofy character in Groundhog Day. He's just a cameraman. He's. That could have been Daniel Stern. No, you know who? Um, you know who I put in that okay, category? Maybe, maybe it's wrong. Hugh Laurie in 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> Is he in that? He's so. Oh my God. I associate the two. Okay, I know Brandon knows what I'm talking about. I associate <laughs> that Joe Pesci Daniel Stern is equivalent to Hugh Laurie and the other guy in 101 Dalmatians. You just Dalmatians. blew my mind like very, though, because oh, I had no idea that was Hugh Laurie. Bandits? Two, two crooks, like two. They're the wet bandits of 101. The Dalmatians. wet bandits of 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, so it's not 101. Because like, not only are they criminals, but like similar body right types. Uh, types too, like a tall, skinny, and is, like a chubby. Is yeah. a chubby guy Bob Hopkins? It is that his name? Uh, or is it Hoskins? I'm thinking it's I, without without looking. I think it's a guy who's in the, some of the Harry Potter movies. I can't think of his name. Michael it's, Gamble. Yes, Gammon. Yes, it's, it's you're right. It's um. It's Ron. It's, it's Ron Brit. Weasley's dad, Arthur Weasley. I think. Yep. Nailed it. Yep. I can't. You did, okay. This falls into another category. That's insane. Of I didn't know we that's Hugh Laurie. About that. Like I, I had Graham. no idea it was Hugh Laurie. Um. Dave, the other guy I would put in the category with Christopher Lloyd and Daniel Stern is uh, Vincent Chevelli. Vincent Chevelli. I have to look him up. Look him up. He looks. People, look him up. He looks kind of like people. that Jeffrey Tambor type, like the very deep sunken eyes, and he kind of. Lo- oh yeah, he's in Fast Times at Richmond High. And he's in like everything. Yes. He kind of shows up as that category too. That's the perfect. That's perfect. He's actually more of a Lloyd. Like Lloyd. Yeah. He's the, the most um. Uh, extreme version of Lloyd. Um, the other. Ne- hey, wait! They're both in one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yes, yes. Interesting. Do you think that there's an actor that you got thrown in right away to their? This is what they're known for, like dead on. Like I was probably uh, twelve yeah. when I saw Natural yeah. Born Killers and was like Woody Harrelson, boom, <laughs> right in it. I'd say probably Macaulay Culkin, Home Alone. Oh, that meant, yeah, that's... <laughs> Just go back to easy. fucking Home Alone. Um, Arnold, for me, I mean, I saw Terminator a lot. Okay. And um, yeah, Terminator Predator, I saw a lot. Um, 
Junior was my first Arnold movie, I think. Oh, I have another one. Um, Ghostbusters, those guys I associate with Ghostbusters. Oh, wait, you like, know what the first Bill Murray movie I've seen that I remember is uh, probably Space Jam, honestly. But I didn't, <laughs> yeah, actually. That's it's probably movie. Space Jam. But then also The Man Who Knew Too Little. Oh, weird. <laughs> Do you know that comedy? It's funny. It's very funny. And Peter Gallagher, to circle back, is wow. his brother in that movie. I was definitely Ghostbusters with Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray first. Mm. Um, but that was definitely way before I knew that they were like on Saturday Night Live. Like I saw a bunch of movies with them before I realized they were they got their start in Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Oh, um, you, know, you know who else? Steve Martin, definitely known from like okay, he was on about a dozen maybe. Mine's Fa- Father of the Bride, which he's oh definitely sorry not famous yes for. Father of the Bride is the one I know him most from. Yes, so that might me be too. his most famous movie. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, you think that's more famous than like his comedies, like The Jerk and. I think those um, movies are more like highly rated, but I think his he's known from Father of the Bride. Uh, see, like I, I really thought that was just like a random '90s movies, random '90s movie that like I just ri- again randomly no, saw I think they a were lot. Popular. They're very um, popular. Martin Short, pro- definitely know him from that those movies too. Oh, I know Martin uh, yeah. Short from Jungle to Jungle first. <laughs> oh yeah, he was that was big too. I think I got lucky with Steve Martin because my dad showed me plane trains and automobiles from a very early age. Okay. You know, I here's a good one. I know Daniel Radcliffe from the Harry Potters. Like I knew that from like the get go. Okay. <laughs> good one. And then Watson too. It's just like kind of. Jennifer Love Hewitt, House Arrest, probably for me. I always forget she, that was her in House in House Arrest. Um, John Turturro oh. knew was oh this brother, is... where art thou? Okay. And didn't like ever pay him mind, and then eventually I realized how great of an actor he is. Like he's in so many. I think awesome Mr. Movies. Deeds. I was just gonna say Mr. Deeds might be. Oh, me. it's true. He he was also in Anger Management. And Transformers. And Transformers, <laughs> yeah. Transformers too. And, but he's definitely more the Spike Spike Lee. That's mm-hmm. right. I mean, is that kind of where Spike Lee movies is a lot of uh, like yeah. Coen Brother movies. Lots of Coen Brother movies. Yeah, he's he's really good. He's a good actor. Maybe Bush- oh, Buscemi and Sandler movies. Yeah, uh, Bush- Totoro, That's a good one. Secret Secret Window also with Johnny Depp. I don't know if you guys ever saw that one. Oh yes, yes, that's that Totoro actually also. may be like the first serious Totoro movie that I saw before. No, I probably saw a Brother Where Art Thou before that. What do you guys think the first De Niro movie you've seen is? I was thinking, trying to think about this. I was looking through his IMDb. I don't know what my first because it definitely wasn't Godfather Two. No. It wasn't. Nope. It wasn't Goodfellas. Nope. Um, like nothing like super big, right? But but maybe something from the nineties. Like this. maybe maybe analyze this. I honestly think Godfather Two for me. Maybe Meet the Parents. I had it on. Oh yeah. I had it Maybe. on VHS. It would be on. We get it. You're Italian as fuck. <laughs> Dude, De Niro heads would be so pissed listening to this. Um, uh. Maybe Heat. I saw Heat. No. Um. There's gotta be something bigger. Maybe it's Meet the Parents. It's, it's like, might, that's probably. Yeah, I was really aware yeah, of him. Our age. That's probably. He was always like a name and a face I knew, but I never really watched his movies till later i think I think that's jennifer love hewitt i don't think i actually have seen her in a movie until this year jennifer love hewitt yeah what really you didn't see like that i know what you did last summer like that i've kind never of stuff? seen that like, movie oh see i was you know, i was big on that kind of stuff you like, didn't watch party at five i didn't watch party five 
I saw whatever movie she's in, the House Party movie, is it what, Can't Hardly Wait or something? Yeah. yeah. She's in that. I saw Amazing. that this year. Really? Yeah. What? Oh my god, that is one of my all-time favorites. Well, that's, that's a, a great, great movie. One. I haven't seen it in a little... In a, it's been a minute. Let's I had a, Actually, a conversation no. with somebody once. I know what I saw her in first. Ghost Whisperer. <laughs> one episode. Okay, I got another one on this list. Um, Nick Cage. Okay, I've got a weird oh, one that, yeah. I, that I knew him I from for years. Yes. I've Okay, I've never seen Leaving Las Vegas. Me neither. I've never seen Adaptation. Have seen it. And I know he's known for That's those. My favorite I've movie. seen I've seen Moonstruck. He's known for other things more, though. Moonstruck, like, uh, Moonstruck is like, uh, I've seen Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona is great. Raising Arizona. Um, but the Con one that Air, I associated with for years... Honeymoon in Vegas is like a, that's a weird a random. See, that, that's this, a, this is yeah. a perfect example of this. Yeah, Honeymoon in Vegas. I've not seen that is, one. I've seen like every okay. other one. That you Do you made. know what I really? I've only talked to maybe one other person ever that besides like my parents that have seen this movie. Mm-hmm. I remember it being pretty funny. Um, it's him, Sarah Jessica Parker, James Caan. He goes <laughs> on his Nick Cage, married Sarah Jessica Parker. They go on there. She's young. It's like early '90s. She's very hot. Very um, legal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they go on their honeymoon to Vegas, um, which I feel like is weird. Uh, like going on your honeymoon to uh, maybe not. I don't know. But he enters a poker game that James Khan is leading, mm-hmm. and he has this unbelievable hand. It's like five card poker. I think he he has a straight flush, mm-hmm. and he goes all in. He like is about to. He's about to win a ton of money, but then James Conn has the same exact hand, but one card higher. Like, Nick Cage has a straight flush. I, I can't remember all this. To the Jack. And James Conn has a straight flush to the Queen. So you're which saying is... that James Conn has a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, straight flush, son. <laughs> Yo, straight flush. Um, so anyway, I think James Conn was definitely cheating in the poker match because what his... But the deal he proposes, instead of Nick Cage just like losing and owing, like this is like I think it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. or something. James Conn proposes that he essentially gets to own Sarah Jessica Parker for the weekend and what? like hang out with her. Sounds like indecent proposal, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yes, it is like that. It's like very. I haven't seen it in a long time, but that's definitely the deal. And the whole movie is James Conn like. Getting Nick Cage out of the picture, like it, like it's it's kind of funny. Like he like somehow gets him to take a ride to like, um, he gets him to like Hawaii or something. Is it is this oh, a wait. comedy or an intense drama? It's a comedy. Oh okay. And, like, I was gets I Nick, was imagining it being like a very intense drama. No, it's like it's Dave's like a comedy, gone. and it's Nick Cage like freaking out, like I gotta get back to my wife. Like this is crazy. Like like, like kind of like that. Okay. And at the end of the movie is him skydiving out of a plane with like a group of other Elvises because they're in Vegas and <laughs> it's like with an, a crew of Elvises and he just skydives and then he wins her back. But they were like, yeah. they're married, I think. I don't know. But the, yeah, it's, so it's, it's a weird one. And I knew, and I associated him with that for a long time until I probably until I saw like face off. The Nick Cage one that I remember first is definitely Family Man. I was just going to say that. Me too. It's it's 100% Family Man. My dad had a VHS of Con Air, but I never watched it. I just knew his face from it. I saw that recently. I also didn't think Nicolas Cage was awesome until like two years ago. Because I only associated him with like uh, Family Man and Ghost Rider. 
Yeah, we went and saw Ghost Rider with Mike Padovani. Shout is out it, is that Mike. the first movie we ever seen, like, ironically, in theaters? Were we old enough to be like, this is going to be dumb. Let's watch it and laugh at it. Maybe. 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 Uh, what is the first movie you've ever seen? Uh, oh, I just had somebody. Ever? Pacino. Maybe Pacino? Definitely Scarface. Okay. Uh, Pacino. I think mine might be weird. Um, great ass. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a great ass. Uh, Pacino. I don't know. Maybe any given Sunday. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds That's right. That's a good answer. Yeah. There good were certain answer. things that my mom, like, cause like my mom was very, like, not allowed to watch certain things in the house. But for some reason, when it came to movies, like, she was like, "Well, you gotta see this. It's a classic." So like, I saw Leaving Las Vegas Young. I saw Godfather and Scarface and Natural Born Killers. Like, that's um, insane. I, I wish that's I, good. I was able to, but I, I, I definitely didn't. Yeah, Brandon, I, my childhood. I mean, honestly, I, I remember specifically. When PS2 came out, that's when I pretty much stopped playing video games and I shifted my focus to DVDs, to movies. Like entire, like I remember a lot of my friends still playing video games very often, and I just for whatever reason was like, I don't, I don't feel like I don't want to play games anymore. I don't want to have a role in the person on the screen's like decisions. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be passive. Yeah. I don't want to be, yeah. I always came home. I always flipped channels and would watch movies a lot. Like I, there's so many movies I just randomly saw just from flipping channels. Like HBO was a big part of it, but I used to watch so many cable movies. I used to watch like the on-demand movies that were free, and some of them were so bad. Like in retrospect, Dave, you said that you didn't really get into watch watching movies until like pretty recently, right? Um, I started watching movies like that came out now recently. Like I, I got into like going to the movies by myself like maybe three years ago, four years ago. Yeah. Before that, I would always like only go with my friends and watch comedies mainly. Mm-hmm. And then I think like four years ago, I got really into just watching whatever I wanted to just by myself. And I just primarily go to the movies by myself now. I, I, I don't Same. care at all. Yeah. Same. I, I when I moved to New York is when I really started going to movies solo. I really really like it. It's something I so much better than going with people. I, yeah. Yeah, Honestly. I really look forward to it. Actually, like it's just it's like a it's like I really love. <laughs> I love it too. I was thinking the other day, I was like, I was thinking about Rogue One, and I was like, who did I see that with? And I was like, oh yeah, I saw that by myself. That was nice. <laughs> Wait, you so you you do go to movies with a lot of people though, right, Brandon? Um, I feel like you still like well, like it's not like it's like uh, maybe half and half. Honestly, I I really haven't in a while though. Only when I'm dating. Yeah, most movies Ooh. I go see are with Leslie, but if that's true, if you're in a relationship, that that yeah, but that means something. There's still a good amount of movies that I know she's not gonna want to see that I go solo to. Like when whenever a new Fast and Furious comes out, that's just me. When uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah or really too. all the superhero movies, I always go see those. That's a solo thing. Um, I still have to see. I still want to see the new Planet of the Apes. That'll be solo. Like you know, so like. Yep. So that one yeah. solo. Yeah. <laughs> So stuff like that, yeah, that's those are my solo movie experiences. But yeah, a lot of the movies I go see are um, are with her. I got but, the uh, movie pass, so I plan on going to some. There's a lot of good stuff coming out this fall. Yeah, I heard that's a great deal. Movie pass. What movies have you guys seen solo, completely by yourself in a the theater, like no one else in the theater with you? 
Um, Has that ever happened to you? Yeah. Rogue One was pretty close because I went like two weeks in in like the middle of the day. No one was there. Not it wasn't completely empty, but it was yep, close. Doesn't count. <laughs> doesn't count. What about you? I'll tell you what. I have a few that come to mind. Mordecai. Okay. How many of these were not at the theater you work at? This is not at the theater I worked at. Okay. Most of these, no, at the theater I worked at, usually there's people there. Mordecai, the like Johnny Depp one. Yeah, I saw that by myself. <laughs> that this is why I saw that AMC where there's like 24 theaters, like. Uh, the theater I work at only have only has two theaters, so yeah. it's like that's less likely that there's gonna be no one in there. But um, yeah, Mordecai, saw that by myself. Uh, Jurassic World by myself. <laughs> uh, Brigsby Bear re- very recently, completely by myself. Nice. Jurassic World's a great one. I just saw Fast Times at Richmond High by myself. Um, there's probably other ones too. But I can't think of it. Fast. The only is yeah. There? No, I yeah more. Yeah, I was gonna say Fast and Furious. I was, and then like a couple came in, and when I left that film, oh, yeah. they, I she was straddling the guy. <laughs> like it was weird. Like it, it was a huge. Like it was like you know a huge AMC one, and uh, that was a little weird. And I but and I also like left, and I I, I wanted to hear the song, like check out what the song and the credits were was, but I felt weird like standing there. Because I didn't want them to think that I was, like, just watching them do sexy stuff with each other. So, anyway. This could be a good topic. Can you name a couple movies that you did, like, sexual activity in a movie theater? Make out anything else? Uh, Well, Dave has never done that with anyone. (laughs) No, I've done that, but never – I don't think I've ever done that in a theater, honestly. Yeah, I was a bad culprit of that in like seventh, eighth grade. Yeah, I've um, I've gotten my hands full a handful of times. Uh, <laughs> really? What movies? I can't. I can't. I don't remember what movie. I I definitely I, I honestly did don't not remember what the see movie. Return of the King. Like I did not see like all that. Only, and that's like a two-hour, forty-five-minute movie. What is that? Lord of the Rings. Oh. The last one. I definitely did not see almost that whole movie. <laughs> The first, I'll tell you, the first, like, the first date I ever went on, I went to go see Kate and Leopold. <laughs> Leopold? What is that? Kate and Leopold. <laughs> Leotard? That's Hugh Jackman. Leotard? Hugh Jackman and Meg Ryan. That's a, good, oh. that's a good, like, oh, wow. first Hugh Jackman movie, if you if that was the first one you'd see. Yeah. Well, no, um, the first X-Men came out before that, oh, okay. but uh, I, th- I think. But um, <laughs> that movie, I remember kind of liking and thought it was kind of sweet because there's a time travel element in it right. and uh, I'm, I'm a nerd for i love any movie that has time travel but now i never like had any like sexy time with another person during a movie but i've had some solo time um when i was watching Pee-wee actually Playhouse. weirdly the second lord of the rings too So I don't remember most of that movie as well. It's because I just remember uh, your parents were going to theater. town with myself. What's up? Your parents were in another theater watching like the hours or something. I was the Lord oh of my, my God. I remember being in the same theater with my parents while this is so weird. Uh, was something okay. happening in the theater? No. While my younger sister was on sort of a date 
with like one of her first dates ever right in another part of the theater but i think she was just like very young to do this solo so my parents wanted to be there and i was there too so weird though thinking about that's really that's a bizarre memory that i'm gonna put away uh oh just to list off so we can move on um other examples uh ice cube and anaconda didn't know he was a rapper when i saw it i associated (laughs) him with anaconda that's a good one yeah yeah i associated him with anaconda for a long time Anaconda's kind of sweet. I like Anaconda. That's John Voight. I probably associated John Voight with Anaconda, yeah, too. Yeah, me, too. I think of it. And, like, yeah. uh, Laura Croft's uh, Tomb Raider. Oh, uh, okay. John Voight's daughter, Angelina Jolie. No, uh, he's in the movies, too. He's he's in uh, Tomb Raider. She is his daughter. Yes, right? in real life. Okay. Yeah. He's in the movie, too? I forgot. He is the dad, yeah. I saw that in theaters. That movie's not good. Oh, actually, no. John Voight is definitely Mission Impossible first. 100%. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, Mission yeah, Impossible that, 1, yeah. Uh, the first one. The first one, which goes into another topic. Uh, what movies have you seen the most, even if you don't really care about that movie? You have no affection for that movie. You just saw it a lot as a kid because you had no uh, taste, basically. You just were just watching whatever was put in front of you. Right, because it was, it was on. It was on. Um, one is It Takes Two, the Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen <laughs> film. You Steve Gutenberg as a dad. See, I I think I like that movie. <laughs> Maybe I do too, but it, but um, definitely saw it like so so many times. Yeah, that's yeah same. Um, uh, Kirstie Alley. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's kind of like the Parent Trap, right? They're they're uh, separated at birth or something like that, and then they come together. I think that's what happens, right? Yeah. What? Wait. See, now I think I'm thinking of the parent You're trap. I'm about to explain the, what similar, I think. I yeah, think yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Parent trap, probably. Like, I, I was about to explain what I think the plot is, Dan, and I'm, I, mean, I, and think I think it's parent trap. I think they have the same plot, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm almost positive of it. Um, well, it's a summer camp. It, it, it is like the same movie. Yeah, and so is Sister, Sister, the TV show. It's the same plot. <laughs> um, uh, the, the king of this is You've Got Mail. Oh, which I've okay. seen like fifteen to twenty times at least, but probably more. I feel like I and have just feel no- so neutral about it. I feel it. like I have nostalgia no, for that. Don't though. care about it. Just because of Tom Dave Hanks. Chappelle. I guess I do too. But, yeah, I guess this doesn't really count. But like, I know it's not a good movie. Yeah. And I don't really, I don't really care about it at all. Just I only care about it because I saw it so many times. I think I only care about it because I like Tom Hanks because Big is one of the movies I've probably seen most in my life that I like. Since I was younger, I loved big and then so i was like oh i like tom hanks i still haven't seen that um okay really yeah i still haven't seen that actually that could that's be, weird that could fit into our first category robert loggia as the boss in big and because he can be brutal in movies i'm not sure i'm not sure i know who that is he's in scarface he's in lost highway right okay okay Never billion mind. tim and eric's b- b- billion dollar <laughs> movie um all right, here's one movie that I've... Okay, this kind of falls into this category. I've never actually seen this movie from front to back. Not once. I've seen the whole thing probably in bits and pieces. It's Shawshank Redemption. Talk about movies Whoa. that always are playing on like TBS or something. I've, I've never actually watched that movie front to back because I've seen it so many like different parts of it. Which one? Se- Shawshank Redemption. Never seen it. 
and I have Never now I don't even want to watch the movie because I know the whole thing through the bits and pieces that I've seen, and I just don't care. I never will see wow. it because I, it was rated so high on IMDb. Like it's it's number two, right? It's it's amazing. I didn't see it till kind of recently. I think maybe even the last five six years was the first time I saw it. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's I, I, I mean, number two on IMDb. I don't know if it's deserving of that high, but I mean, it, it's really good. Um, but like it, it went it went up against Forrest Gump and Pulp Fiction those Oscars that year. Like those were three nominated for Best Picture and Forrest Gump won, which a lot of people now really hate and they disagree with yeah, strongly. I don't really care about Forrest um, Gump, honestly. Yeah, yeah, see, Forrest Gump has, I have a really tight connection with for whatever reason. I'm obsessed with it. I'll always be obsessed with it. I don't know. I've cried during it, but I, kn- I know now that I was wrong for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. It is, it's kind it of is cry-worthy. It's kind of a lame movie, I think, uh, truthfully. It, it was big for uh, the boomers when it came out because it was like a tour through history for them. and it was It's big good to watch in like high school for history class. What movie has made you cry? What? What movie has made you cry? So many. Crooklyn made me cry. Um, any movie where the parent dies or like there's some kind of parent-child like reconnection, I will probably cry. Like I remember Blow, I cried when... Uh, is Ray Liotta's the dad? Yes. Ray Liotta and like and Johnny Depp have some kind of connection. Cry during that. Uh, Christopher Walken and Leo in Catch Me If You Can. Cry <laughs> during that. Uh, I don't know why that gets to me, but it, it does. Yeah. Well, I think my my biggest one is is the Champ with uh, Champ John Voight. The Champ, John Voight and Ricky Schroeder. I can see that. I probably cried during that. And that movie, oh god, that movie is rough. Like if you're supposed to cry in a movie, I probably will like tear up. Yeah. Like that's definitely the case. I don't um, I don't really cry during movies. Maybe I don't get immersed enough just because I I, maybe I don't get immersed enough because I don't I haven't because I've seen so many that I I don't know. Um. And there's been movies where I'm certainly close, but like bawling uh, or like flat out crying. Not really. I mean, um, I when I say cry, I mean like I choke up to the point where I'm like tearing up, but I don't yeah. like ever like weep. I've never wept, okay. like, wept during a movie. But I'm saying like, all right, so movies where I've gotten close, definitely Forrest Gump, specifically when he's like, um, after Jenny dies. Spoiler a chick. Uh, I probably cry at the end when he's like taking care of his son and like the. Yeah, like, that's. I definitely cry during that part. I, this one's a little more embarrassing. Probably more so when I was younger, but I'd probably still get emotional now. Uh, E.T. a little bit. Yeah, I cried during E.T. Um, yeah, I saw that in a class. Like specifically, but you're gonna you're gonna make fun of me at what part I get emotional during when? Okay. The music kicks in and they first start flying. <laughs> okay, that's so tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's very uh very it's Michael Jackson. Magic. It's very Michael Jackson of me. Very well, Peter Pan. Like, um, when you, do you, you think, wish you were, you were as a kid, you think the adults, by the way, was it you that pointed out how incredible that movie is because they don't show the they adults? Don't, they don't show any adult faces the whole movie except for the mother. Because it's supposed to be from a kid's perspective. Right. That's Completely. the whole thing. Incredible. Like, Didn't realize that until years like later how amazing a, that is. But there's like, teachers in the movie that you, you never see their faces. Um, you see the mom's face and then you see um, Peter Coyote's face like face and that's because it takes mm-hmm. place in the in the peanuts universe right 
Wah, 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 wah. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, when they have when the uh, uh, government peanut and like the local butter town people have the guns and they're trying to tell them to stop on the bikes with the alien. The, yeah, they, they, they there's, a, there's a point where and they fly and the music kicks it. I cry at the end, it's, like most. It's beautiful. <laughs> when he's like, be good. <laughs> Yeah, I cry at the end like most. <laughs> I don't cry before that like an idiot. <laughs> the flying, you just loved. Like, did you wish you I don't, were flying it, I, with I, them? It was the it was the music. I think it, uh, the music just. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it, John Williams. Just unbelievable. I don't know. Did you also Something. cry during uh, the theme park ride soaring <laughs> at Disney World? <laughs> I cried during the beginning of the Jurassic Park River Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Batman ride where it feels like you're flying. Do you, did you cry Just during all that? like epic, epic music. Um, any, any, any big, any, any big John Williams cue like Schindler's the, List. Yeah, the the beginning of the Jaws ride. I don't know if John Williams did Schindler's List. Probably no, that's he's John. done every single uh, Spielberg, but The Color Purple, Quincy Jones. All right, we're gonna wrap this up. Great. <laughs> I like that we were ending on uh, this big energy. <laughs> no, no, it's alright. It's the ebb, the ebb and flow. Is this podcast was like a river? But yeah, we're gonna do some uh, cool, mo- fun movie shows moving forward. One in particular, we're all very excited about. X X X excited. We're aroused at the we're idea. We're excited. I'm gonna take my TV and make it turned on so we can watch the things that we're gonna talk about. What? <laughs> you're gonna turn on your TV? You're saying? You're yeah. gonna, oh, you're gonna arouse your TV, maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna get it turned on. Gotcha. Well, stick around for that. We won't really give you any more description of what that is, but uh, keep listening, and uh, good things will happen to you. Yeah. Yeah, we're the we're the cinnamon cinnamon host bunch. That's right, and I'm Wes Branderson. <laughs> I'm Wes Davin. And I'm P.T. Danderson. Thanks for listening to Dand and Brave Presents. We direct. We direct Dan Lee you Kubrick. to go back to your lives. Cut. And that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you and T.Y. for listening to Dan and Brave Presents. You can follow us on Twitter at Dan and Brave and on Instagram and Facebook at Dan and Brave Presents. You can follow your presenter Dave on Twitter at Boy Genius High IQ and Instagram at High Guys Dave Cologne. That's Cologne spelled C-O-L-O-N. He also has music on Bandcamp under the moniker Young David. That's the modern spelling of Young, Y-U-N-G. You can follow your other presenter, Brandon, on Twitter and Instagram and listen to his music by typing in Brandon Tuzio. That's Tuzio spelled T-U-Z-I-O. God bless you and long live Dan and Brave. Good night. <laughs>